This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is another Digital Citizen, episode 178. This is Luke here. How's it going? And Fro. Hello. Fro is sick. He's in in the hospital with stomach pain, right? Yeah, yeah. I have a a virus, so I have an infection on my stomach. Youch. That's not fun. Youch. Yeah, no, so I was, uh, um, we, we have a pain threshold here, uh, when, where 10 is amplitude, uh, your bones without any anesthesia, and zero is normal. Okay. My normal when I lay still is between three and five, but if I move, it's seven and a half, eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, we have yep. the same kind of pain threshold, or the 1 through 10 scale here, uh, so I do yeah. understand what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, that's intense. <clears throat> but they're pumping you full of antibiotics, as I'm to understand, right? To, like, try to get um, rid of the infection and... No, no, that's the thing. It's a virus. It's not an infection. It's oh. Like, they, can't, they can't put me out of biotica. So guess what they're doing? Absolutely fucking nothing. Say that again, sorry. They're doing absolutely fucking not, nothing. Huh, yeah, I don't know what you would... Well, antivirals, I guess? I'm not really sure what... Yeah, hmm, okay. Yeah, no. I, they, they, they try to install Norton. <laughs> that was good. All right, well, this is going to be a short show, because Fro is sick, as you can tell. We're going to go... Yes. No main topic. We'll save no. that for later, probably next week. So let's get right into the news. Uh, Michael Cohen testimony, I guess we'll cover this really quick, because it happened last week, and it's basically not news anymore, Fro. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, uh, nothing really happened from this testimony, I'm, I'm a little surprised, to be honest. To be honest. I guess he's gonna, uh, there's word he's gonna testify again to the New York, um, state, uh, there, there also has some kind of investigation into Donald Trump, and he's gonna testify for them as well, I, that, that's what I heard. The biggest thing that came out okay. of this, uh, it says he claimed to he heard Roger Stone tell Trump on speakerphone that WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange told him soon released uh, he'd soon release emails that would hurt Hillary Clinton's campaign. That was like the biggest thing that kind of came out of this. All right. 
Yeah, and is that really anything newsworthy, really? Because, I mean... Well, actually, Fro, it's already been debunked. I don't know if you knew this, but no. people looked up on WikiLeaks' Twitter account, and on WikiLeaks' Twitter account, uh, this happened on... It, it, I don't have the date right here, but uh, the, on a certain date, a week before that, WikiLeaks, on their Twitter account, put out, Hey, everybody, we're going to release 20,000 Hillary Clinton emails. So, okay. Roger Stone knew from WikiLeaks' Twitter, just like anybody else who was on WikiLeaks' Twitter. He did not have any inside oh. information. <laughs> so, he pretended he had the information when he gave it to Trump? Like, this is the inside scoop thing? Right. So, he kind of lied lied to, to Trump? Not only to Trump, but also to the press, obviously. And I'm guessing, yeah. since he said it to the FBI, he that's probably why he got in trouble for lying to the FBI. Um, right. But surprise, surprise, Roger Stone is a liar, Fro. Not really surprising Whoa. there. <laughs> wow. I'm so shocked. <laughs> that was the biggest news out of that, and it got debunked literally within a day. So we'll move on from that. Um, the UK is starting some kind of ballot measure to campaign against Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat, and other social media to try to save the kids, Fro. To keep children safe. Uh, uh says our code will clearly outline what requires developers and design stage so that children are protected in the first place. Safeguards should be built in, not bolted on. Uh, wow. So the UK is going to pass some laws to try to ensure that only children aged 13 and over are allowed on social media platforms. Cool. <sighs> Again, more um, kind of censoring of social media by using the but what about the children excuse? Yeah. It, I was thinking a little about this. Like, think if as, um, our favorite uh, news source of everything, as, um, Twitter and, and Facebook and things like that, think if they had absolutely no sources, how fun that would be. Oh, wait, we have something like that. It's called Donald Trump's tweets. <laughs> right. Uh, Speaking of Twitter, you, did you watch the um, the new Rogan podcast with the Twitter CEO? No. Okay, no, you didn't see I it. Haven't. It's very good. No, Check I... it out. Um, he kind of gets owned by uh, the independent journalist because it's kind of a debate stage thing. So go ahead and check that out. Right. Fro and everybody else out there. Okay, I'm trying to look up this uh, article you sent me about Michael Jackson, Fro, and it's not loading. I don't know if it um, they deleted the article off of the NRK oh, website. Yeah, but, or... but, uh, did you know what? They actually went back on it. Oh, uh, okay. They, yeah, uh, because uh, so there's a documentary coming out uh, called Leaving Neverland. Is that the name of it? Yes, I believe so. I haven't seen it yet. No. And uh, NRK, the Norwegian broadcaster, said, oh, we're going to stop playing uh, Michael Jackson altogether. And then they got so much backlash for saying that, that they actually went back on it and said, oh, we fucked up. Okay, we will play Michael Jackson anyway. I, I would have gone with not play Michael Jackson. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> Uh, I I would go with play. 
I don't know. I even think on this podcast back in the past when we talked about Michael Jackson, I pointed out, why is everybody like Michael Jackson? Do they not realize mm-hmm. what they're liking here? I don't know. It, it's kind of, it, In a way, I feel like it's similar to the R. Kelly thing where it's like, everybody knew. Everybody knows. It's not like a secret. It's never uh, been a secret. Don't, my, my biggest problem is that he's been ted, uh, dead 10 years. And, and he can't defend two, himself, the, sure. Yeah, and the two people that are testifying are people that have testified under oath before in court that uh, nothing fishy was going on. So their trustworthiness is zero. So, Right, but I mean, it's not like this wasn't something that was speculated in the past. You know what I mean? No, no, speculated, never proven. He was acquitted 14 times, like, 14 times. Right, he's also billionaire, so uh, having mm. a lot of money in America does get you acquitted sometimes. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, it's, it is what it is, we're never going to find out the real truth because of the, how the situation is, you know what I mean? So, no. not much you can do about it, but in my opinion, I would say it's probably true in some sense. In some sense, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, whether I don't think it's... Whether it be it uh, fully overtly sexual or just really, really, really creepy, <laughs> uh, mm. I think it can be in between there somewhere and it'd be just as bad. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, funny story, but kind of not funny. German town seizes pug from family to pay unpaid debts and they sold the pug on eBay. Oh, very sad. Uh, and then the person who bought the pug is now suing this German town because apparently the pug uh, was not in very good health, and so they felt like they got <sighs> ripped off. Wow. Yes. So this whole thing is a big uh, bunch of bullshit, kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. This is another funny Literally. story. Literally, yes. Uh, neo-Nazi. I get a phone call from. Oh, that's loud. Neo-Nazi group leader is a black man who vows to dissolve it. Uh, oh, the, I I had so much fun when you laughed uh, when you sent me this article. I didn't see this before you sent me this this week. It really wasn't that this big a news really here. I, I I saw it yeah. just because I I search around for the news and I search for kind of the funny like goofy weird news so that we can co- yeah. you know what I mean. So it's it wasn't as big news on like serious news channels or whatever. But uh, one of the lar- largest neo-Nazi groups appears to have a new unlikely leader, a black activist. Court document f- filed Thursday says James Stern wants to use his new position as director of the National Socialist Movement to undermine Detroit-based defense against a lawsuit. Uh, wow. He is one of several... Oh, he's one of several extremist groups... Oh, the NSM is one of several extremist groups to sue over bloodshed at Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, so, yeah, this guy, uh, it says he did not, they don't know exactly how he became the leader, uh, even. But somehow this guy became the leader, and now he's going to destroy it from the inside out, is what he's saying. It, it feels like the opposite of uh, that girl that we talked about, the Chanel. Do you remember her? The white girl that's oh right 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 black. who is in yeah. NAACP right yeah 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 it feels like the opposite of that 
Right, you if you saw it's kind of similar to Black Klansman. If you 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 have to see that movie, <laughs> yes. but like it's kind of similar. Yeah. Uh, one story. Uh, real quick, that's happening right now as we speak. Democrats split over resolution condemning anti-Semitism aimed at newcomer Ilan Omar. We covered this the first time she made a tweet, and everybody called it anti-Semitic. You remember that, Fro? Yep. We called. We talked about it last week. Uh, two weeks ago. It was. It, oh. Yeah. It, it was. It was more than a week ago for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, because okay. this is—it's been a while. This has been going, but it says uh, Democrats hope to spend their week focusing on HR one, sweeping voting rights, but the party has descended into fighting recent days over fr- comments from freshman Il- Ilan Omar about Israel. She said, "Fro, I want." This is the n- most recent thing she said. I want to talk mm-hmm. about the political influence in this country that says it's okay for people to push for allegiance to a foreign country. She said at a Washington D.C. event last week. Uh, oh. uh, in a letter to to the Anti Defamation League Monday, Speaker uh, the House Nancy Pelosi said accusing Jews of having allegiance to foreign government has long been a vile anti-Semitic slur that has been used to marginalize and persecute persecute Jewish people. Uh, and now they're beginning to draft a resolution to condemn anti-Semitism. Uh, a resolution that did not mention Omar's name. So now wow. the Democrats and Republicans are coming up with laws to ju- just kind of sp- try to spite this lady. <laughs> wow. So tell the audience what you did uh, for five days this week. For five days this week? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you, you, you survived on taco sauce. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see this anywhere else? Uh, this was big news, no. obviously, here in Oregon, but I didn't know if this was big news anywhere else. No, uh, no, no. I saw it because I, I used it to me. Okay, Oregon man uh, survived five nights stranded in the wilderness uh, bar- with his car buried in deep snow with only Taco Bell hot sauce packets as food. And any stock. Oh, right, and, right. I, I didn't even get to that part. Uh, J- Jeremy... Right. Taylor, 36, and his dog, Allie, are now safely back home uh, after his Toyota 4Runner got stuck in the snow uh, near Wake Butte. And uh, he was found by a snowmobiler on Friday and then rescued by Deschutes County Sheriff's Office. Uh, Taco Bell is now responding to the revelation on their uh, on the role the sauce uh, helped, uh, helped in keeping Taylor alive. Sorry, I'm all crazy right now. Uh, we were very glad Jeremy and his dog Allie are okay. We know our sauce packets are amazing, but this takes it to a whole new level. We're in touch with Jeremy, getting him some well-deserved tacos and a care package. So yeah, this guy Aww. definitely deserves some free tacos, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really good publicity for Taco Bell. Right, not even on purpose, really, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did you survive on? Oh, taco sauce. I, I, I was I was a little surprised that they didn't like. Oh, my dog looks a little tasty after like the fourth fourth day or something. Right, uh, maybe he had some water. They didn't mention that, but you'd think he must have had like a bo- a bottle of water uh, and something in there too. Uh, uh, probably, and he was buried in snow, wasn't he? Well, in, in the car, like he was still inside the car, obviously. But yeah, yeah. so we could probably make oh melt the snow, get some. right? Yeah, yeah. it's a good point. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Eurovision? 
sure. Uh, Eurovision. What do we have here? I gotta remember what we. Uh, let's start with Iceland. Yes, let's start with the shouting match. Uh, I wrote S and M video uh, to remember this one because <laughs> a lot of. Uh... Ouch. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm, I'm killing Fro here, making him laugh. But yeah, it had very strong uh, sadomasochist uh, imagery happening here. I mean, they, there was a guy on all fours in leather crawling around like a dog. So, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. It's more or less that. The song was very death metal. I mean, when I, if the song started, I went, oh, yeah, Iceland. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because <laughs> it's very death metal uh, beat, but it also they, it, there's certain parts of it that they move into more like lyrical. But overall, the song wasn't very good. What do you think? Oh, it's it's an awful song. It's it's my first zero of the year. Uh, I don't like like shouting into the microphone. Uh, I I will say this: it's a sex sexy video. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, they're definitely, they're all in, like, bondage gear. <laughs> There's all this stuff happening as far as, like, uh, but the one thing I did like about it was the, uh, presentation. I mean, the choreography, mm. they got this guy with this huge hammer, like, swinging it mm. back and forth to the beat. Um, mm -hmm. that part, the production of it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. the overall song itself was not very good. So I gave this a 3.5. 3.5. I'm just writing that down. Yeah, then we have another country I never heard of. <laughs> well, this is Norway, so hopefully you've heard of it. But mm -hmm. uh, I wrote down 1980s music video. Yeah, uh, the video is... is uh, how it's filmed is really bad. Right, this isn't I, a music I, video. It just felt no. like the choreography and everything and the lighting and the dancing, especially the two ladies in the background, the backup dancers yeah. felt very eighties. Yeah. Like they should be wearing leg warmers. But uh, uh, this was what I was hoping to win. And I, I, I will tell you this. One of the, 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 the things that I, I was very, very disappointed in their first performance and sadly, uh, the video I sent to you was their first performance. Their okay. Second one, perf uh, their second performance when they were, did like the gold, the golden uh, chance, like the fire super final. Okay. Uh, the the performance there was much 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 better, like ten times better. All right. Uh, I mean, it, I th I thought this was pretty good. So if it was even that much better, this was. This was not nothing to to laugh at or like complain about at all. Oh, lost fro. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We're still recording. We're just gonna leave this in and keep going. Uh, okay. I I just said uh, you. The last thing you had said was uh, that it was ten times better, and I said yeah. Uh, yeah, but this was nothing to like laugh at. This was nothing. Uh, oh no, no. There, this was no, no, no. A, this performance was really good. So if you're saying that was even better, then I'm impressed. Oh yeah. Uh, the one singer who is the lady, 
just to stick with the 1980s theme, I guess, she mm-hmm. even had a dress with, sh- like, shoulder pads. Remember shoulder yeah. pads from the 80s? Yeah. I, maybe it's just the 80s have come back in style in a in, way where, like, style, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, <laughs> when I was at my dad's, because I, I watched this with my dad, um, they, need, they, they need to do something uh, else for staging in the Eurovision final. Uh, especially uh, the part where uh, uh, the man comes in and yoiks or, or like he, he sings his Sami part, that needs to be choreographed uh, better to get a high place in Eurovision. I, I just want that guy to record a voice, the outgoing voicemail message for me. That guy. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you He's reached a call. It'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you give this? Uh, 4.5. 4.5. Yeah, I've been, I'm been as impartial as I could. Uh, I've given Australia 10, so I gave this an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, a little, like, like for, for staging, and they need to figure out... Uh, to put people because when they are like back to back, all three of them, it looks a little silly, and uh, they need to figure and out the way to to do that better. And they obviously they can't have all those drummers and everything else. That was just for this performance, right? Right. Right. Okay. Right. So they need to 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 fix some things. It was very impressive, though. Are still. you? Yeah. Are you ready for the masked singer last? Uh, for the last time. Oh, uh, oh, it's over. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Um, on third <laughs> came B, and uh, the B was Gladys Knight. Uh, second come Peacock, and the Peacock was Donny Osmond. Okay, two singers. All right. Yep. And the monster, my dear friend, that I predicted would win one. And do you know who was behind the monster? Have you heard this? Uh, no, I have not. It's it was T Pain. Okay, so yeah. nobody would have ever been able to tell his voice because when he sings in normal songs, it's always auto tune. <laughs> yeah, and and do you know what T Pain can sing? It's oh. so strange. Yeah, you're like, I why does he always auto tune himself? Yeah, it's a very, very strange thing. I thought it was going to be Charlie's Theron under the monster costume. <laughs> oh, 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 movie references. <laughs> do you see this picture I posted up uh, on Skype chat, bro? Yeah, I do. I tuned into CNN last night. I don't really watch all that much CNN, but there really wasn't all that much on TV. Or, uh, and so I just tuned into the CNN app, and it, it was in the middle of a broadcast. And I see this, and I go, what the hell? (laughs) What is going on here? uh, What me and Fro are looking at is a picture of Chris Cuomo on CNN with the uh, black ashes in a cross on his forehead. Uh, Yeah, why? Well, it was Wednesday. It's uh, a, what is it called? Uh, Ash Ash Wednesday. Right. So he he, he had it on there the entire broadcast. And never really wow. explained it. He just went, 
it's Ash Wednesday, like I guess at the beginning of the broadcast, and then so I tuned in partway through the broadcast, and I'm just, what is going on? What is happening? Does he not notice? There's nobody telling him yeah. that he's got a, that he looks like yeah. a. That just looks fucking goofy. Right, and then he's you're sitting there watching it, and he's like being a I'm a serious journalist, and it's like you can't take yeah. him seriously when he's got this thing on his forehead. But yeah, I watched yeah, that on well. TV last night, obviously. Wow. Anything else you watched on TV? I watched The Enemy Within Episode Two, Fro, so that I could tell oh. you how it was. Uh, and how was it? They opened up with a different quote about how infiltrated our government. Instead of being from the CIA, it, it was an FBI quote this this episode. Oh, oh, different. Uh, this is just as bad as the first episode. Uh, may, I mean, maybe it was a little better just because it felt like uh, there was more storyline stuff happening, but it's really a terrible, terrible show, and I don't re- recommend The Enemy Within to anybody out there. Wow. Uh, anything you saw? Uh, I saw two Netflix shows that uh, have strangely enough uh, connection because I saw something called First Day, Last Day, where uh, they follow inmates on their first day in prison and their last day in prison. Oh, okay. Uh, that was kind of a cool concept. And then I saw some episodes of World Hardest Prisons uh, with a, a, a British man that have been wrongly convicted of murder. This is also a documentary. And he goes to different uh, countries to test out the world hardest uh, prisons to see how it is to be an inmate in those kind of prisons. Oh, Mm. A yeah. lot of prison shows, I guess, huh? Do you know why? Because I feel a little like in a prison right now. Okay, <laughs> right, right now I can't move. I can't move, and 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 people don't really want me here. Yeah, I was in the hospital for a week once, and I literally almost tried to escape. Like I tried to run down the hallway, but I was so sick, I got partway down the hallway and was just like sitting there. And they're like, "You're." We have to call the cops if you try to run out. You know that. And I was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What else and did I see? you watched? Uh, Big Brother Canada, Season 7, Episode 1. Aww. Uh, I'll try to send it to you if I can find a version you can watch on fa- on YouTube, Fro. Uh, Please do. But yeah, it happened yesterday. So if we would have done the show yesterday, we wouldn't have covered it. But see, since we saw... Since we are doing the show on Thursday, yeah, I saw the first episode. Still really, really, really good. Um, I, I'm watching it, and I had a, a great kind of thought as how to... Because I always have a hard time comparing or telling people why it's so much better than the other Big Brothers. And it mm. really clicked when I saw the head of household this uh, episode, the first head of household. And I was thinking, it really is... American Big Brother is the Nintendo, and can- Canada is the PlayStation. Where... <laughs> Oh yeah, it's yeah. like all goofy and like everything's this avatar and like it's like a Disneyland or something. And then you go to the Canada version; it's like dark and like they make it look. Very, they did this one where they're trying to escape jail, and it really looked like they were in jail and everything. And like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Did it, they take it more serious in Canada? It feels like right. It's like remember the horror, the horror uh, challenge in this last celebrity. Yeah. 
and it it was horror they horror themed but then they had to put them in these goofy 1970s outfits just to make it goofy yeah, yeah. and they don't do that in Canada they take them more seriously i realized that i guess uh, this episode so um i also watched uh, uh something with my dad um i watched homecoming with my dad uh on amazon prime right. when i was there with julia roberts i believe Yes. Yes. Uh, I I I only saw two episodes because I was so in love with the podcast. But my dad have never listened to the podcast, right. so yeah, okay. we 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 saw it all together. Uh, I I love I loved it. Uh, I, you are going to just I love that show when you come so far to. to watch I it. almost watched it this week. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. I was on Prime and I saw it, and, and it was at, it was in the banner at the top because uh, it won a bunch of awards. So they're kind of promoting it mm-hmm. or whatever. And I almost did. I almost watched it, but maybe I'll watch it this week. Yeah. Uh, anything else you watched? Other video? Uh, watch? I watched some riff tracks, but I'm going to save those for the film round. I think. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so yeah, let's move on. Actually, I wanted to mention something. Uh, did you know the Momo challenge? Remember we mentioned that like three weeks ago for oh, randomly yeah. we were talking and I, and for some reason now it's back. Did it's, we bring back, again, back yeah. the Momo challenge by mentioning it on the show? What, Why? what the hell happened here? Yeah, I saw that. It's very weird. Stupid, stupid, stupid kids. <laughs> Uh, you, you told me there was something about uh, our Facebook group. We, we should promote it. We oh, are right, right, right. Facebook, uh, another digital citizen on Facebook. Our email address, another digital citizen at gmail.com. No emails, but we got a. I, I posted up a thing, a clip from Bernie Sanders' first rally uh, in, Brook, or in New York. And it was him just like the very fir- first part of his uh, speech. And uh, this guy wrote back, let's hope two stupid BML idiots don't try to grab the microphone like in 2016. And I was kind of like, by BLM, he means Black Lives Matter, bro. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, I wrote, "Uh, what's your point of reference for this comment? I'm honestly wondering to him because I was kind of like, I don't understand... Does he not like Bernie, or does he like Bernie and just not like Black Lives Matter? And then that confused me, because how can you be on Bernie's side but be against Black Lives Matter? So then I posted a a clip of the actual lady who was the person who kind of took the microphone from Bernie back in 2016, posted an interview with her, posted a a clip of Bernie in 1963 being handcuffed during the Civil Rights Movement, Another uh, clip from the debates of him talking about his civil rights action. And then I posted a clip of the Hillary Clinton Black Lives Matter incident when that little mm-hmm. that girl brought in the sign and was basically ushered away by um, security. And he responds to me. I remember, uh, I, I should say, this doesn't have any periods in it. So I'm just going to read it as one full sentence. Uh, mm. I remember that brilliant shooting themselves in the foot shit they did to Bernie Sanders, BLM, and the moderate Democrats, and the Native American community. So now all of a sudden he's bringing that into it. I don't know why. Wow. Wasting his time and diluting his message so much, I'm amazed that anyone on the left supports the Democrats as they are terrible, full of corporate neoliberals and racist. Really, America should start uh, 
ground roots, but I think he means grassroots, People's Party with a return to normal, uh, normality drive and actually policies, not Hillary saying Pokemon go to the polls whilst backroom dealing to throw people under the bus. <laughs> So I was like, at the beginning of it, I totally disagreed with him about the whole Native Americans and Black Lives Matter. And by the end of it, I was like, I kind of am on his side. So very interesting thing coming from him. But I, I don't know. I don't think uh, Black Lives Matter and the Native American. When he says Native American community, I think what he's talking about is Standing Rock. If you remember that mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm. uh, he's saying they were took away from Bernie's message or diluted it. Um, I, I think they actually helped with Bernie's message. Uh, seeing Bernie let those Black Lives Matter people take the stage and not have them kicked out, because he could have just went to his security and said, get rid of these people. He chose not to do that. Uh, and right. it showed that that's what Hillary did. So in it, I think it helped him. But I've also heard, even on the Joe Rogan podcast, Rogan says that that's the thing that he hated so much, is that Bernie let those people take the microphone, and that shows weakness. That didn't show weakness. Mm. It shows strength to just because when he's got all these security people around all he had to do was snap his fingers and say get rid of these people and he could have got rid of them right so right. it doesn't show weakness in any way whatsoever no i totally agree. i totally totally agree all right uh, did you watch any movies this week right we're skipping over main topic so yeah movies this week uh i watched the movie a netflix original it was a french movie bro called oui, oui. Budapest. Uh, it's about okay. two guys who... Uh, they uh, One guy gets married and they have a bachelor party. It's really, really lame. And these two guys decide, we want to start a company that throws really awesome ba bachelor parties. And they find out that Budapest is super cheap. And so they d create this company to try to uh, market bachelor parties in Budapest. And then it kind of goes completely crazy because some of the people they're working with in Budapest are <clears throat> totally nuts. Uh, it's a comedy, kind of buddy comedy, kind of travel movie. Uh, overall, mm. I gave this a six. I, I It was funny, uh, very crude humor, a lot of drug jokes, a lot of fart humor, things like that. Uh, but overall, I had fun. I'd compare it kind of to The Hangover, like The French Hangover, maybe. Uh but yeah, I'd recommend it, but it's not anything special. The French hangover. Uh, that sounds a little like it. It, it sounds like something else. Uh, I watched also uh, two movies. Uh, uh, I don't remember their names because it's it's at my home and I'm in the hospital. But uh, it was two documentaries and I'm using quotes that you can't see okay. about ghosts about ghosts sorry uh, yeah uh, and there's a filmmaker that made uh, two ghost movies one is uh, just 59 minutes uh, and the other one is one and a half hour almost and he's trying to prove the existence of ghosts uh, if it's a fake documentary, it's really bad made. If it's a documentary, it's very bad made. If it's something in between a documentary and a fake documentary, it's very bad made. But I had very, very much fun with it. I have, 
I can't remember the last time I, I laughed so much about something that's fucking stupid. I think it was called the Blackwell Ghost or something like that. Sure, maybe just tell us next week when you have yeah. it down, yeah. But I, I will give it a 1 out of 10, both of the movies. Okay. Uh, but uh, it, it was it was it was funny. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, it for sure. Funny bad, yeah. And then I just saw two riff tracks. Uh, I saw the last shark, which was like a. It's a really bad movie about windsurfing, but then this like it, but it was like one of the, it's like an Italian movie that's ripping off. Uh, Jaws, but it's also about windsurfing. Very bad. Uh, and then Icebreaker, which is like a movie about uh, a caper on at a ski resort. So like this this uh, terrorist group is trying to deliver some kind of explosive like nuclear weapon, and it and the plane it's on ends up crashing on the ski resort, and then um, uh, and it's not Bilbo. Uh, one one of the hobbits is uh, is uh, in this movie, and he's a uh, really yeah, and he's a um, what do you call it? Uh, it's Sean Sean something. Oh, uh, I was just going to say Sean Mendes. No, uh, Sean Bean. Sean Bean. No, that's not it either. I'll look it up. Uh, but yeah, uh, he's he, there? Oh. he might have been. Well. Uh. But he, he plays a, uh, one of the people who helps save, uh, what do they call those people that have, like, the red jackets on the ski slopes? I, I don't ski. Look, you so... don't ski, right. Uh, no. but yeah, oh, Sean Austin, that's who it was. Right. Oh, Sean Austin, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, but he, he plays kind of like the person who saves people when they get hurt skiing and he ends up finding this bomb before the bad guys do and so that's the whole story it's a very bad movie very silly the bomb uh but yeah that's all i saw as far as movies go but i do have something i didn't mention in the tv round i found this article manifest creator says there was no interest in the show until mh370 crashed uh <laughs> he said he came up with this uh a decade before uh, the realized uh, disaster sparked the network's interest about the drama, uh, and about the drama, uh, it says Malaysia Airlines 370 disappeared en route to Kuala Lumpur and in, in Beijing in 2014. He says, "I was in the middle of producing another show, so I waited a few years until it came up. Uh, that's when I went back to the studio network uh, and pitched the idea. So yeah, th we had said that when we were." Uh, kind of talking about it, we were like, "This hat, there has to be some relation to that plane crash because there's so mm. there's hints to it in the show, and it turns out that yeah, that was totally the reason they made the show." Do you remember that movie we covered about that boy that <laughs> uh, had superpowers like uh, Omen? I think it's called the perfect uh, and we made fun that it looked like uh, that uh, Colin, uh, uh, McCullen show, show the good boy or the the best boy or <laughs> oh the good child right the good child yes do you remember that movie 
What the good child or the other one? No, no, the other one. Uh, no, I don't. I don't remember what we were talking about. No. Okay, I went and saw that uh, in uh, in the movies this week with with Trum before I got sick. Uh, uh, the Prodigy was it called that? Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, Prodigy. Uh, the Prodigy the was prodigy. the Netflix one with the little girl, I think. Right. Yes. So it, it is super confusing. Yeah. Yes, Prodigy. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, Omen just made a very different and the explanation of of uh, the ending was told in a way that is uh, most confusing and stupid reason to have a ghost movie <laughs> I, uh, the most irritating thing about this movie was uh, behind me there was sitting some teenagers and there was a, a scene in the movie where he clearly has killed the dog, right? Okay, yeah. And, and they go into sea in the closet. And I hear behind me, like, very loudly, like, Oh my god, he's in the closet! Oh my god, he's in the closet! Oh my god, he's in the closet! So I turned around and I said, Yes, I know he's in the closet. You know he's in the closet. Do you want to talk about it, or do you want to shut up? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I will give that movie uh, 2 out of 10. Okay. Uh, other than that, I haven't watched the movie. Yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, are we moving on to the other movies, or how are we doing this? Yeah, let's just mention them, what's coming out. Let's not, like, do anything. Not, we're not going to do the trailer? Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me look up this real quick. Uh, Medea Family Funeral, which, uh, up until last week, was called Medea Family Reunion? Re reunion, yeah. Right, to kind of hide, I think, what this movie was actually going to be about. Yeah. <sighs> oh, excuse me, but uh, let's see. A joyous reunion in a small town in small town Georgia turns into an unexpected nightmare when Medea, Joe, Aunt Bam, and other family members gather for an anniversary party that turns in turns out to be a sham. Instead of fun and relaxation, Medea and the gang soon find themselves attending an elaborate funeral. Okay, mm -hmm. this has <clears throat> four point five out of ten on IMDb, seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Uh, right, of course, directed by Tyler Perry. Uh, you probably don't have any uh, reviews, do you? No, because I have a bad internet connection. Right, okay. Um, uh, Cheryl Gilbert says, I, w I was sad to say, I'm. oh, I am sad to say that my 12-year-old son and I had to leave this movie. We love Tyler Perry. He has made us laugh and cry, but this movie went way too far and was way more vulgar than it was entertaining. Uh, yeah. Wendell Lennard says, uh, this movie was terrible, cop scene was terrible, and just and it just spiraled down from there. Uh, Nicole Co Coakley says, was I the only person that didn't find this uh, to be one of the best movies? Tyler Perry, I love you. I love you, boo, but I'm going to need you not to, to end... Uh, not to end it here because it did 
didn't go out with a bang. I usually laugh until I'm crying, but not this go-round. I was definitely bothered by the cop scene, especially because lives were lost for real, and some of those punchlines were not okay with me. Uh, not a must-see again hit for me. So... Uh uh, but uh, can you confirm that Medea actually dies in this movie? I have not. S well, I mean, uh, because he promised I mean, us. Uh, they didn't really. Well, he said in an upcoming movie that he was going to kill her off. That doesn't mean it was this one, I guess. But uh, here's one from Shirley's Floyd says he told no, no. He said the next Medea movie he was going to kill her. Okay. Well, I I don't actually have any firm confirmation because uh, at least the okay. reviews I said saw they didn't do any spoilers but this is pretty close I guess uh, this movie was probably the worst Medea movie uh, this is from Sharnice Floyd uh, this movie was probably the worst Medea movie no way to end this uh, Tyler Perry's Medea family funeral y'all need to make another movie please I'm a big fan but this movie was way too extra and no real plot uh, but yeah no way to end this meaning this this was a bad ending, but I think the other person mentioned that that why did you end it like this? I think that's what they're saying is like why did you kill her off in this way? Maybe you know what I mean. So yeah. Mm. Also coming up is Apollo Eleven. It's a documentary. It has gotten an eight out of seven. Out of, no, I eight point seven out of ten on IMDb. A hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Never be seen uh, footage and audio recordings take you straight into the heart of NASA's most celebrated mission as astronauts Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin embark on a historic trip to the moon. Uh, directed by Todd Douglas Miller and yeah, it doesn't have any actors because it's a documentary. Okay, uh, another movie coming out, uh, or came out, Greta. Uh, drama thriller. Uh, it says, France finds a handbag on the New York subway and promptly returns it to Greta, an aesthetic French piano teacher who loves tea and classic music. Having recently lost her mother, young France, Frances strikes up a seemingly harmless friendship with a lonely and kindly widow. 66% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. It's actually only 40 minutes long, so this is a short film. Um, okay. Directed by Neil Jordan, starring Chloe Grace Moretz, Isabel, oh, I like her. Isabel Hooper, okay. Micah Monroe, uh, Stephen Ray, I've seen him before. Mm. So yeah, this is probably about it as far as, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so, uh, which movie did you... Uh, if you needed to see one. I think I'm going to go with the short film, uh, Greta. Yeah, I'm going with the documentary. The Apollo 11 love, doc? Yeah. Okay. I love, love documentaries. I don't know, it's a, like kind of a drama thriller. It looks like, I mean, if you look at the poster of Greta, <clears throat> it's like mm. her head and then it's chopped off and then her coming out of the top of her own head. And that, I think the oh, poster cool. kind of is what got me. Hey, did you know you can get a free book? Tell the audience about that. 
All right, audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Go get your free trial and your free book, 30-day trial and a free book, and cancel the trial anytime and keep your free book. Uh, we need to talk about two things that we didn't mention that both of you uh, uh, have seen. Uh, did you saw, see all four hours and four minutes of... Uh, uh, what is his name? I suddenly on Rogan. Oh, the Alex Jones, uh, Joe Rogan. Alex Jones. Yes, I did. Thank you. I didn't. Uh, I didn't sit down in one sitting and watch four hours and forty minutes. I think it took me three, three, three goes. But yeah, I watched it all. What did you think? I think the guy was crazy, but now I think he actually there needs to be some kind of intervention, and he needs help. Yes. Because uh, at the at the end, especially, it comes out some facts about him that we didn't know uh, before. He was dropped on his head uh, as a sh- child, for example. Right, but I almost like he said, "Oh, I hit the hit the concrete and cracked my head, skull open, uh, and uh, and then I got up and I just punched the guy." And I was like, this is not a real story. This is fake. This guy is a liar. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. No, but uh, uh, like watching Rogan interfere with him or talk with him, it, it was like, it was very, very, very hard to watch. Especially in the beginning. I mean, it, I thought it, it was super entertaining in the sense that oh, yeah. some of the shit he said was hilarious. Oh, yeah. About interdimensional beings, uh, aliens, and, yeah, yeah, all all that stuff, uh, and yeah, just going off about different things. But then it was also interesting. He starts talking about human animal hybrids, and they bring it up. Uh, Jamie does, and it's actually like true and everything. So that's the thing about Alex Jones is like he talks all this crazy shit, and it sounds totally nuts. But then sometimes he's right, and that's why uh-huh. people continue to follow him. Is that sometimes. Rarely, but sometimes he actually is right, and so they follow him for those times. It's kind of like pro wrestling. Uh, when we would watch, used to watch pro wrestling, you'd watch it for those little moments when it was really good, and the rest of it was crap, right? Uh-huh. And that's kind of why people watch Alex Jones. Is like a lot of it's total bullshit, but every once in a while he gets something right before anybody else does because he's just throwing shit at the wall. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean when you when you tra- throw a thousand conspiracies out of up in the air, one of them maybe are true. At a, it's a little like uh, 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 Jamie Oliver, no, or, or or Jamie Oliver, but Oliver that is is on the haha funny man. He talked about psychics. And sometimes they are right because they do cold reading and things like that. And it's like, is there John Johnson? Uh, of, <laughs> like you, they do very like general like terms. And I John really, really, John C. John C. Yeah. Oh oh. John you, C. You had a John. A. He was a fisherman at sea. Okay. <laughs> That's what they do, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And it, and it feels a little like that with Alex Jones that he he throws like ten thousand conspiracies out the, up in the air and and people forget about the nine thousand nine hundred and ninety eight he is wrong about and take the two he's right about and glorifies him because he was right about the, those two things. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was very interesting. It's worth checking out. Um, if, yes. If you, I mean, it's four hours and 40 minutes long, so if, there are Cliff Notes versions out there on YouTube and things like that you could watch, but uh, it's interesting enough that I would say if you like podcasts, check it out. Um, some of the things, and, uh, especially if you're in a super anti-Alex Jones person, might piss you off, but uh, maybe you just get through it, yeah. I also found found a YouTube video by somebody called Rogue Shadow that has clipped uh, the interview with Dr. Phil and Alex Jones together, where it looks like Dr. Phil is interviewing Alex Jones and talking to Alex Jones. So go to Rogue Shadows on, on YouTube and watch just that video. That actually made me laugh. Today, and yeah, I he's mean, done a lot. few of those. I, a, a few, I want to say a year ago or something, he did one called um, Joe Rogan Interviews Joe Rogan, where it's Joe Rogan yeah. interviewing himself. That's an also a very good one on his channel, yeah. Yeah, so Dr. Phil tries to help Alex Jones by R- Rogue Shadow. We watch that, uh, you, you will laugh when I laugh with so much pain, it is quite funny. Uh, anything else we forgot to talk about? Uh, I didn't mention when we were talking about Ilan Omar that at the same time that this whole thing is happening here in America, Netanyahu in Israel is being charged with like many, many counts of corruption oh, right yeah. now. <laughs> so yeah. the, the, uh, the government she's saying is a bad government, guess what, is being charged with corruption. And also... Uh, Trudeau, right? He's getting charged with something? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's also being in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely keep an eye on those. I'm not 100% sure like what really is going on with those yet, but maybe if something big happens, yeah. we'll cover it next week. What else is happening next week? Uh, of course, we're going to talk about Eurovision. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to get to Baron Trump, uh, Donald Trump time traveler conspiracy because we were going to do that this week, but Fro is sick. Hopefully, you'll be better enough to do that next week. News of the mm-hmm. week, of course. Maybe one of these uh, government uh, government officials getting in trouble. We might cover that if it's if it comes up. And then another digital review of Captain Marvel. Yeah, I I was supposed to see that today actually in three D. Right. Yeah, because uh, it just came oh. out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope I'm in a better form next week. Mm. I've heard mixed reviews, so yeah, hopefully you're better enough to see it in the next couple weeks, and uh, I'd like to hear what you think, because I trust you more than other people when it comes to uh, what you actually thought, because especially with this one, there's a lot of people who are saying it's bad just because they're biased that it's bad, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, because that this, this, this got uh, so much uh, bad press in a way because of the rotten tomato that happened just before its release almost uh what happened right before its release uh, the rotten tomato thing oh right yeah yeah that whole this. scandal yeah. yeah yeah well do you want to say goodbye to everybody yeah i think that's it we did about an hour long show sorry it was a short show but fro was sick um So yeah, until next week, this is Luke from America and Fro from Norway. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.